0: everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. You recognize that voice. It's the one and only Sarah Frazier.
1: David Yontif, my dear friend who I love. (sighs) Um, David, these chats, I feel like, you know, they're top of the charts. I love that people are responding to you and me together. We've been doing this like nine months now. Wow. And I love all the feed. I get so much feedback now. Thank you guys for so many messages
0: um thank you for all the positive ones you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying we love you all um we you know where I think we need to start now it's a few weeks ago but we really never because it's not just BravoCon it's the bigger implications of you know a few weeks ago we had this it's just a bigger implication of Jennifer Aiden and the Gorgas and you know February is still Mm -hmm. the time all the shit I know about Jersey and just Oh my God. Here's the thing. I've said this before. I just like, you know, everyone always says to me, and I've said this before, what do you talk about when you hang out with a housewife? What do you talk about, Dave? What are you doing? And I always say the same thing. Housewives, it just amazes me. Like, I actually don't really want to talk about it. You know what I mean? When I'm in L.A. for a month, Sarah, and you and I go, so when we go to the Polo Lounge, Il, Il, Il Cielo, Giorgio's, um, we're going to go to Mateo's, we're going to go to Craig's, we're going to go to the Polo yes. Let, let me see where else we're going to go here.
1: Lounge again. Yes.
0: We'll do, and we'll do all, we'll do go four season and we'll do all the Vanderpump shit and we'll go to the Abbey. You know, we can talk about housewives, but I don't need to talk about it. This is why I don't like to go out with a lot of like, you know, fans of the show. Like I'm, I'm okay to not talk about it, but this is what it just shocks me. And this goes to Jennifer and Melissa Like I don't understand how these people it's their life. So many of them, non-filming, During seasons, not the BravoCon thing. I I know other things about Jersey. Like, don't you want to, don't you just want to punch it? Like, what a gift to to make this much money and work for. Like, I know you have to film. So you have to film. There's like several months of work. And then when the show's out, you have to promote it and do the interviews. Don't you just want to spend the other third of the year? not thinking about who you hate and which cast member hates you I would just tune it out I would really not checks I would just let it go let it go right I mean I think
1: you say that but that I mean but you look at you as the podcaster you're one of the top podcasters you podcast 24 7 you are in it all the time this is their job it's their life it's their career you're not gonna I mean, they probably punch it for a few hours with their kids when they're at their kids' soccer team, but then you are right back in it. You are right back in it. There is always drama. They're not going to let it die. David, no. Then they're not going to have a gig. You got to keep it going, just like Jennifer. Jennifer Aiden also has watched and learned, honey.
0: Well, when you put it in terms of me and my work (laughs) and the fact that I work 24-7, huh? You have a good point. You're right. Maybe I would be working 24 seven to bring my energy. It's a
1: job for them. Yeah, it's a job, and they're they're look they're lucky to have it because most of these women would not be. What would they be doing if they did? I mean, you know, Teresa Judice did not land on television. I mean, would anyone be buying her cookbook? I mean, she, poor thing, she'd be making gnocchi and no one would give a rip. You know, I mean, now people want her in
0: but this is why I think Teresa's so whatever. I really don't think Teresa gets into it when she's not working. I mean, she does what it's brought up and she does interviews at in BravoCon. I don't think Teresa, I mean, that's where it's like, it's you're a real power player, girl. Like, love her or hate her. She ain't going to be fired. She doesn't need to keep this train going, right? So she really could be like you all knock your knock your fucking heads together when we're not I think Teresa disengages. I do. I think Luann is good at that. I Giselle, I think there's certain people that are just good at like they're confident in their position. I mean bro Ronnie's off the air, but that's but you know what I mean? Like and they don't think about it when it's not and when I say 24 seven, we'll get into some things like I'm talking like you're you have fake accounts and you're attacking people. But, oh. you know, yeah. So Jennifer and Melissa had this incident in Joe Gorga weeks ago at Bravo Cod. Jennifer threw the drink. Now, I heard a couple of things. I heard some stuff. Well,
1: tell me what you're hearing, because I have listened to the podcast episode where yeah. Jennifer Aiden says, yeah, I mean, she essentially says that Louie was going over to Melissa and Joe with Louie's son to teach his son, that you can be the bigger person and reach out. And essentially they wanted nothing to do with Louis Jr. They wanted nothing to do with Louis. I guess some words were exchanged or whatever. And then Jennifer jumped in and then- This is that
0: same time when the drink was thrown
1: yes uh, well, that was my understanding right wasn't this the i didn't to, i didn't listen different?
0: to i didn't listen i heard little snippets and then i said oh jesus it's jennifer's voice i i i, I gotta go oh um <laughs> but yeah, i mean that's i mean i'm being honest um i did hear something about that so what's So Louis was with louis jr and what he went over to melissa and joe and said hey like he was talking about him and Teresa, right? Not about Aiden. She had nothing to do with it. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, that's my understanding is that they were going over, I think just to exchange exchange pleasantries. And the Gordas
0: wanted nothing to do with it.
1: Yeah, and especially Melissa, I guess, was was the way that... The way that Jennifer describes it. And then basically Jennifer, of course, just goes in from there that they're kind of trash. And, um, you know, they. But then,
0: because I always thought Melissa came in and said loser. And then, you know, maybe it was two different times. I did hear that, but maybe it was at the same time. I don't know. But regardless, um, well, that's interesting about Louie and Louie Jr. But yeah, I mean, apparently Melissa said, because Melissa on her, Melissa talked about this on her own podcast. And she said, you know, Jennifer was talking all day about me at the panels that were basically at yeah, one foot out the door and we're going to be terminated because we're not with Teresa anymore. And enough was enough. And that, yes, like basically, you know, that she said something like you loser." And then Jennifer just wasn't going to take it and turned around and was like, when, you know, and I'm not taking sides of just, you know, and then that's when the drink was thrown. So look a, a lot of people are team aiden on this to be honest with you really a lot, okay, a lot i mean a lot of people are like you know the way joe Gorga, you know and melissa's assistant pr was involved apparently like you know they're saying the way the there's a the, i don't think bravo Khan did the gorgas any favors they're saying that like the way that joe spoke to a woman and we have all these different angles about was he too close and who was too close and there's that. Now I heard, well, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that, you know, listen, I think, cause Jennifer's really done a lot of damage control a lot. And so is Melissa, but I think it's one of those moments where when you throw a drink, I know it was water. I know it was water. I know okay. it was like a quarter filled and I know there was a little ice in it. I just, I'm not saying that's a dangerous move when it's water, I just think to me, when a drink is thrown or any object is thrown, now it's like, you shouldn't have done that. I'm not, I'm not taking sides. I just think from a corporate point of view, now I think you are fucked. I think you're fucked. I do.
1: Really? Well, the drink, throwing drinks is like the MO. You think it's fine when you're filming on this show, but not fine when you're at BravoCon.
0: One hundred percent. Well, yes. I, I
1: did. Yes. I had read. I did read that Andy Cohn was actually very upset about this incident, and you know, okay, maybe you have a good point.
0: No, I heard that. No, this is not. This is from a. This is from a source that has maybe a vested interest, and I've heard this a bunch of times. But I heard Jennifer was sent home from BravoCon. She, that she really? wasn't at uh, th- That's what I heard. I have not been able to corroborate that. I heard that, that last watch would happen. She wasn't out, but it's because she was sent home just to like, this is what it, it's not out there. It's not googled or Google, or at least at the time that we're recording this, it might be by the time this airs a week later, but I heard that she was sent home and then to me, you know, on my mind goes to like, Diana's never been at watch what happens life, even before the bots, she was never there, which is strange. Jen Shaw was never there, nor is she ever going to be there. And I mean, now, I mean, I mean, this season, let me say this season, and I'm starting to think like, is Jennifer not going to be allowed at watch? Look, they don't care. They need Beverly Hills people there during Beverly Hills. If you're banned, then we could go on without you. We could have Rina three times. I mean, they could have a Jersey representation without Jennifer Aiden being there. No one said this to me, but I wonder if this is going to have bigger implications and like, she's not going to be allowed to watch what happens when the new season comes back. If I were Melissa Aww. and I'm not team anything, I'm just saying from a business point of view, how I would do it. Cause they're both speaking out. They both, if I were Melissa, I would be a thorn in Bravo's side. I'm not saying team, team Melissa. I'm just saying whether you're right or wrong, I would be a thorn as a lawyer in Bravo's side of like, I want something done. This drink was tossed. I want something done. Now yeah, you're going to pull footage and all of that, but that's, that would be me. I would be making it into a, like, this is physical. She threw a drink. That would be me. And yeah. I would take it all up and I would be like a thorn in their side and told Jennifer was banned from Wait, Watch What Happens. Uh, yes, because would... that's my enemy. <sighs>
1: I mean, what good would that do Melissa and Joe? Because, I mean, the reality is we know Andy and Bravo are going to be Team Teresa, right? I mean, now Teresa is newly remarried. You know, Louis has his sons. They're blending families. There's still a ton of rumors about Louis. I mean, they're going to choose Teresa. So would you really rock the boat if you were Joe and Melissa?
0: That's the other side of it. Not necessarily. Here's not necessarily. Listen, here's. That question goes to when when your mind goes, right? I think Jennifer's there. I think Rina's there. I think when your mind goes and you are so gone and you're so in this insular world, you forget you're making a lot of money and you think you are above it, right? So, right. Do Joe and Melissa really feel that they're untouchable still? Or is it like what Jennifer says? I do think it's like what Jennifer says. I think they know this party might be over not and look the next season is filmed we have a season film yeah, they're getting
1: and, their paychecks
0: yeah i think they might have a season after that because we have to now maybe but i do think this is possibly the beginning of the end for them look it's been a great run it's been a little late, right? you know i think this might be the beginning of the end not the stories just run. The stories run, right? Like, what is there left? If you were really done with Teresa, it's kind of the nail in the coffin, don't you think? I mean, Kathy Wichilli and I mean, like, we could go down the list, but I just think, where does your story go? There's no firing Teresa. It's not happening. Love her or hate her. She's not going.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you know, Joe and Melissa are not getting their own spinoff. You know, I mean, they're yeah. I mean, the only thing I don't know, you know, none of these shows shock me. I mean, does something else come out about Melissa and Joe? Does something else come out about Louie? I mean, you know, things can change on a dime, you know. Um, so maybe. Um, but also I could see Melissa and Joe. I could see them walking away from it. Cause I, I mean, it sounds like I have no proof of this. You're, you're closer. You probably know from more sources, but I mean, I think Joe has a legitimate construction or building company. I think
0: <laughs> I'll admit it as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate. Tis the season. And look, I always ask guests if they could wear one brand for the rest of their life, what would it be? And for me, it's very simple. Lululemon. The main reason I love Lululemon, it's a one-stop shop. I know you think of them for working out and athletic gear, but there's so much more. I've worn Lululemon to work out. I've worn it to brunch, business meetings. I even wore Lululemon once to a black tie event, but don't tell anyone. And Lululemon makes the best holiday gifts. They have hoodies, t-shirts, pants, puffer vests, puffer jackets. My favorite, the ABC pants. Oh my God. I went in to buy a pair and I ended up leaving with every single color, black, trench, true Navy. Should I continue? And what I love best about Lululemon and why I think they make the best gifts this holiday season is they're so comfortable. Look, we all have to move. Movement is so important, right? And it's so easy to move in Lululemon's clothes. They are literally the most comfortable, playful, fun clothes I have ever owned. So this holiday season, set joy in motion with Lululemon's best gifts. That's right. Set joy in motion with the best gifts at Lululemon. That's lululemon.com. Using Talkspace to me makes me feel like I have a mental health professional with me at all times. And I freaking love that. Talkspace offers both therapy and psychiatry and being able to reach out to my provider at any time, anywhere, makes taking care of my mental health super easy. You guys know I'm never in one place for very long and I'm so relaxed when I'm traveling and I'm away and knowing that I need to talk with my therapist, all I have to do is send a message from wherever I am. Look, therapy isn't easy, right? And dealing with mental health head on, it's a challenge at times, but connecting with my therapist isn't and shouldn't be. You can sign up online for Talkspace and you get a personalized match with with a provider that's right for you, typically in no more than 48 hours. How great is that? And they have thousands thousands of licensed therapists with over 40 years experience in all specialties, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anger management, and so on relationship issues. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. When you go to Talkspace.com slash velvet to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash velvet to get $100 off your first month. That's Talkspace.com velvet. You ish? see my face? Okay. I mean, okay.
1: well, then maybe not. So I don't, I mean, honey, you know, I don't think time.
0: they would ever walk away. I don't, never. I don't think they would ever give up this one point something million, never. Um, does he have a company? You know, I mean, do I really know? No, but I don't think, you know, there's all this stuff that's coming out now online. You can Google it. Kim has brought it up on our Patreon about like, we think what we have deduced me and Kim and it is out online now that you know Gabriella Teresa's daughter has a big part in the season where she reveals something Teresa keeps saying you're going to find something out and you're going to realize I'm not an asshole I was protecting them all these seasons the rumor as it comes out that he which came out a little bit in the past that it's really at the forefront that he had so many debts with the construction business and everything else allegedly that he barred against the parents' house so many times and the parents' house was foreclosed on and he lost the parents' house. And that's what and Gabriella brings it up on air, and it's the storyline. And that's where Teresa's like, I could you see, that- see, I'm not an asshole. I was protecting my brother because even though we're not, there's no love lost between us. I didn't need the, his story to be that he lost our parents' house. And you know, with Teresa, it comes back to her parents, and that's a thing for her. That's where it's like, it's not like I'm not choosing my family. I'm choosing my parents over my brother, and you fucked our parents, right? And like, I didn't do that to them. I'm kind of rescued them. They came and moved in with me. And Louis even making comments online, like, I'm happy he's talking more about how they got cast on the show, which I don't even care about that. Like who cares? It's like old news, but Louie is making comments of like, I'm glad that this is finally coming out. And so with like the casting thing, but like, I don't know. I mean, I think that might be the thing that we're talking about where Teresa's like, something's going to be revealed. That's so shocking. And that's what Gabriella says. And we're all going to say, wow, Teresa really isn't this and you know, whatever. So I know, I don't know if there's such a construction business with tons of cash flow you know, where they're like, you know, Lisa Vanderpump or Kyle and Mauricio or Diana Jenkins. No, I'm not. So I don't think there's tons of money there under the surface of the lifestyle that they live. No, I, I, I don't think so. That's me. That is my opinion. And so, okay, getting no, out my pen. fine. But no, I don't think they would ever leave this job. Nope. Not unwillingly. Go on.
1: Okay, so if your theory is correct, and this is sort of the big elephant in the room, where do all the rumors come in where Teresa alleges that was it Joe was having an affair or Melissa had an affair? Remember, I mean, Melissa, Melissa with that guy that we saw the picture of that was revealed in the New York Post. So where does that play in? Because the Gorgas say that that was the straw that broke the camel's back
0: why does everybody want to talk to me about this affair, alleged affair? I just, I mean, no, 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 alleged. Like there's nothing I know for sure, but I mean, I've spoken out about this many times and, you know, I listen, I'm going to spare everyone the details, but guys, this isn't Beverly Hills. I mean, first of all, when it is other franchises, my phone still rings when it's Jersey, New York, my phone rings. Okay. My, my phone rings. So Sarah, they all listen to us. So I know, I, I know guys, we're not proud of that. Like, please don't listen. Yeah, So right, really. I've okay. said things where I thought there was an affair. Then I changed my mind. Like I flipped just, I'm not scared of anyone. I just, you know, I'm processing it, but <laughs> my shit has been called out when I've made some of these comments of like, what are you saying, David? And by the way, if you're going to listen and call shit out with this show, do it in real time. If we are an episode in say August and you got a problem with it, call it out in August. If you're finding it now, and this happened recently Some social media accounts are finding some things that David and Kim D have discussed on the Patreon and posting them now and people are seeing them of like, wait, I thought we cleared this up. Like, why are you running your mouth? And it's like, well, I can't help it if, you know, Bravo ass wipes is posting it today on Twitter. Um, Here's the documentation this aired in fucking, you know, June. OK, like you see the background when I'm in the Hamptons, like loving my life. Um, but some shit like that's been going down for me. So uh, thank you for making my life even more complicated. Um, no, I do think this affair, rumored affair, um, everyone's going to say he slipped twice and said affair just because I'm not using the words alleged. I don't know anything. Um, I think that comes into the play as well. Sure. Okay. I, think it's, okay, I think it's all, your I mean, that's really juicy. Yeah. That's really juicy. Your theory. Uh, I think it's a little bit of both, but the point is yes. To answer your original question three hours ago, I think it's, <laughs> well, then that's Melissa's argument. Melissa's argument is Bravo con is for the fans. I mean, those are her exact words on, on her, inst- on, her, on her, on her, on her podcast. Like yeah, you're paid to flip tables and throw drinks and have breakdowns on camera. I personally don't think Jennifer Aiden is advanced enough, like as a human or intelligence level to understand, like, like if you really go to BravoCon, you're in that bazaar, you're selling your shit, you know, you're, this is your, you're there for money. You're getting paid. You can sell your product. Like, no, it's not. You have to bring shade on. There's shade. Look, there's a lot of shade. Right? We had Giselle with shade, and this one was shade, and Giselle edited the, the Watch What Happens. The rumor is, and all. This. Oh my God, like, we'll get
1: into Potomac. I, yes, I can't wait to talk Potomac. But I mean, like I, your I, yeah, going, But you know on. what I
0: mean? Like your job there isn't to throw or flip. It's it is like this isn't. No, I think it's looked down upon to take it to a such a negative level. You can have your problems with people and bring shade in front of the audience. But I think this isn't the, I think there is a difference, yes. And I think in that moment, like I'm not saying Melissa and Joe are innocent. I'm just saying, like I don't know. I think when you toss something, it's like I think Jennifer is probably having sleepless nights and spiraling of like I just hope this fucking doesn't sp- make go into anything. And it's a drink. Maybe I'm making a big deal out of it. Yeah, if I, I like if I, I were Melissa, I, I wouldn't let it go. I would try to. I would try I to make it something. I don't know.
1: All right, interesting. Okay. I mean, same but with I,
0: Jennifer. Jennifer could be doing the same thing. I mean, I was bullied by a man and this is, I don't feel safe, And it could go both ways, but it could get, I mean, listen, things happen behind the scenes, Sarah. Don't kid yourself. I mean, I know things like, you know, not just this franchise, every franchise being yeah. involved PR and HR and, and things go up the corporate ladder, you know?
1: Oh my God. Well, I mean, God, it was a big week too. And Ebony and Ramona going on podcasts and revealing so much. I mean, okay. All right. We have a lot to talk. We have tons to cover.
0: Um, do you want to talk Potomac? I mean, I guess that's all we have to say about yes. New Jersey per se. Um, where do you want to be your your little, your, um, little okay. your little bored? Is that what you're telling me of this potomac season? I am. I am. I mean, aren't you? Ah.
1: I want to know from our V our listeners. Aren't you bored? Oh my God, they are trying to make something of these Chris Bassett, Ah. Uh, Ah, look, I'm going to say I love I will always ride for Potomac. I like Giselle. I've never interviewed Giselle. But I just don't know how they continue to keep Giselle on. And they will. They are going to. She's the Teresa Judice of that franchise. But there is no storyline there. Like she continues to just, she turns it around and she makes it about everybody else but herself. And we learn every season, we learn nothing about Giselle. We know no updates about her dad. We know no updates really about her children. We know no dating updates. The cheating pastor that is her ex and whatever he's doing down in Georgia, we don't know. We don't get anything about she and Peter Thomas. Maybe we will more they are trying to make something out about these texts that even Robin Dixon, her ride or die friend in, you know, episode two is like, girl, there is this is no Candace candy gal, our gal went on Instagram and said, look, if you have to spend half as much time coming, you know, it, revealing real things about your life, you would, we'd have a real show. I mean, I just, I feel like they're blowing it so much. I mean, even my girl, Ashley, And I do think one of the fun things to look forward to is Ashley and Candace, I think, are going to call a truce and kind of start to hang out and be friends. I love it. Two of my favorite people. But I mean, Chris was not trying to get with her when he was like, you all should have come to the W. I mean, he was it was a promotional, like, you guys should come to my new restaurant that I'm managing. It, It just... I don't know. It's again, we've come off of we've come off of RHOBH, which I mean, even John Hamm. I mean, huge actor John Hamm is talking about RHOBH on the Howard Stern show. I mean, it's transcended. So it is we have these expectations. I'm trying to keep that in mind. But I'm just like, oh, guys, guys, come on. I mean, we need like and I mean, Ashley's doing her part. She's kind of divorcing, you know, Michael. And I want to ask you about that because somebody at BravoCon stood up and said they slept with Michael Darby, a guy. And I want to to know. So, you know, the other thing about that's going around about Potomac, which I think is interesting. I don't know why she did this, but apparently Giselle had Andy edit out a joke from Legends Ball. Again, you know, everyone comes for Andy because he's the king. But people were just like, Andy takes shit too far. I I heard it. I didn't think it was too far. It was basically just she has bad fashion, which everyone says all the time. She took it personally, I guess, coming from him. Supposedly had it edited out. I don't know. I feel like you got to take a page out of Candy Burris's book. You can't ask for edits. You know. I don't know.
0: I, okay. thoughts. My thoughts are once again, Sarah, you are just a wealth of genius. You speak and it's like, I got to stop. You know, everyone is like, oh, he interrupts her guys. I interrupt her because there are so many points that I don't know if I'm going to remember them all. You just said 17 points. Now let me start. I take a page out of Candy Burris's book. Listen, I truly feel, I've been on other podcasts where I've opened my mouth and I'm like, shit, I never ask people ask me for, I never ask for an edit. I don't believe in it. If I said it and it came out of my mouth, I don't, and I think this is why people like Behind the Velvet Row. I'm not trying to be funny for all of you. I'm not trying to be shocking. I'm not trying to get my, oh my God. And I listen to some of these Bravo podcasts, all of them, they suck. They all suck all of them. I think they're okay. trash. Oh, all I, of these other. I listen and I'm like, oh, they're all just trying so hard to be shocking and controversial and either have it or you don't. Okay. So I feel because I don't try, I'm not trying to let me give my little one liner and look at me. I'm so, I am, I don't, please don't look at me. There's no ego here. I don't. So I feel when I say something and it comes out of my mouth, I don't always, I backtrack. I'm like, shit, I didn't really mean that. Like, not that I'm scared. I just think about it, but I would never ask for an edit. Honestly, sign me up for it. You know what, Sarah? When you get me into the reality show, I'm not going to ask for an edit. It just is what it is. It is what it is. I'm going to bring
1: this, I'm going to roll this tape up when you go. (laughs) I want an edit about how I was. No, do you
0: know why? Because we evolve. We evolve. I'm not the same, but I meant it in that moment. That was an authentic statement. That was an that was an authentic reaction. That was authentic in that moment. Now I flip flop. Melissa did this. Melissa did that. I don't know. We're in this. Of course, we evolve and we think. But at that moment when I said it, I meant it. No one's standing behind me with a gun, so I feel that yes, I would never ask for an edit. So I mean, Giselle, I love having this much attitude. No, not attitude, attitude with an E. You know, the sustainably made bedding that helps me sleep better at night. Attitude is made from 100% bamboo. Do you know bamboo is often referred to as the vegan silk? They're innovative, clean bamboo from attitude. The fabric is softer than silk, more breathable than cotton. It's cooling, it's hyperallergenic. I used to have a real problem sleeping because I would wake up so hot and sweaty all night. Well, not with attitude sheets, I sleep so much better. They literally like. Regulate my temperature as I sleep. So I wake up feeling cool and relaxed. I've had the best sleep of my life since I've got attitude sheets. And because Etitude is all about positive impact, they donate 1% of sales to environmental nonprofits. But guess what? One of the best things? There's no risk. You can try Etitude betting for 30 nights. And if you're not completely satisfied, return it for a full refund. Right now, you can get 20% off your order plus free shipping when you visit etitude.com slash velvetrope and enter promo code VELVETROPE. Remember that's Etitude, E T T I T U D E, as an eco attitude. Order today for free shipping and 20% off of your order at attitude.com slash velvet rope promo code velvet rope. Honey, it's what season? Like you're making money and really, really, really because Andy said you didn't look good. Who cares, girl? Who cares? Giselle
1: has done your show numerous times. Am I yeah. missing something? I, I don't get, I don't get how she's still relevant. Am I wrong? Am I like,
0: Look, not all interviews behind the velvet rope are created equal, you know, like you said last time with Jerry O'Connell, you know, he's of the business, certain people, you know, they speak and you're like, this is, this is good. This is real. And other people, you know, you get whatever. And you're like, it is what it is. I love having Giselle on the show. I would love to have her back. It's yeah. I mean, you gotta, this is why people are like Giselle it's too much, right? It's like, you've got to reveal, you've got to cry. you got to, again, if you don't want to do that, then what show are you on? Like, that's but it's not even want.
1: believable that Chris Bassett wants her. That's like the thing, you know what I mean? Like Chris Bassett's kind of, he's on and popping and he's hot. You know what I mean? Like he would want another young thing. Like, I mean, and but Giselle's gorgeous. Against, and Giselle is gorgeous, but I'm just saying like, there's just no chemistry. It's like, I have more of a, I have more of a easier time believing Michael Darby is trying her than We're I are going to
0: Well, no. And also like, look, I think Chris is not an idiot. Like if you, first of all, I really don't think Chris is out there like sticking his dick into there. I think he has yeah. Candace, but and Candy Gal is a friend of the show, but I love Giselle too. I just think that Chris is not dumb. Like if you really want to go and have an affair, A, it's kind of like, I think Chris would say like, shit or whoever would say, but Chris would say, I, I want to do this. And you know what? I can't do it anymore. Cause I'm on this fucking show. And certainly if you don't say that and you want to sneak around like a cat burglar in the middle of the night, sorry, guys, I'm going to make gun gun behind the head and cat burglar jokes. I mean, I'm not going to, because of Dorit, you don't want me to say this shit. Some, some idiot said that insensitive. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I'll say whatever I want, but let's not have a breakdown here, David. Um, but my point is, I mean, I don't think, Chris, if he were going to go sneak around like a cat burglar and stick his dick into someone, it's going to be like, let me pick someone that's on the actual show that's being broadcast to millions of people. Come on. It's not even likely. It's not. It, it's nothing. It's, it's a nothing burger, babe.
1: It's a nothing burger. It's just a nothing burger. I, I don't know. I... You know, I'd love to see they teased Katie Rost is back in the mix. Maybe Katie will add a bunch of, you know, I mean, she already was Ray Ray Ray's got a little thing for her. I mean, you know, yeah, I'm just I'm a little struggling. And I, I feel like from Candy's tweets that she feels it, too. Like, we got to step up. Like, what is the what's going on here? You know what I mean? Like, we need you know, this season would have been a great season for Robin and Juan to get married. Like this, you know, they could have done the Bachelor trip. We could have seen Michael Unhinged. By the way, okay, talk to Talk to me about a guy at BravoCon stands up and says, I, had, I hooked up with Michael Darby. What do you know about this? I mean, the women in the audience seem shocked. And I'm like, y'all are shocked. Like, to me, this man swings any old way. Like, are we shocked?
0: I mean, look- uh, he listens to behind the velvet rub so I know exactly who this is troy Folky.
1: John michael the guy that hooked up with Michael
0: allegedly that's what he says yeah allegedly,
1: allegedly. I mean okay. I'm not
0: calling him a liar now there's ninety thousand views on his Twitter I already said my co-host twice a week sometimes once a week puts her sometimes no not but lately twice a week puts her shit out she gives me the topics you know I give her topics and she's bringing this up girl so I mean this is all at a dm so like oh my when Blaming this, like, okay, I'm like, I well, it was on your list I'm of topics sorry, you wanted to discuss.
1: Yeah, you can blame it on me. I'm sorry. I love. It's no secret. If you tune into the Sarah Fraser show, almost every guest I have on, I want to know what's going on in your bedroom. I don't give a fuck. You can plug your charity and then let's talk about you sucking some day. I, you know, let's get to it.
0: I'm sorry. Well, married. I already I told, I told you that. You know, out. sometimes I go after a young ones. So there you go. I mean, that sounds bad, but I mean 20-something. So um <laughs> so you already know what goes on in my bedroom, but I like age appropriate too, everybody. Um, okay, good. See, let me clarify. Um, So, but he, so I said, girl, like the, the co-host, Sarah, yes, I'm blaming it on her. She's bringing this up. I mean, do you want me to mention your name? Because I mean, I like to provide as many. So he's like, whatever, it's already out there on Twitter. So Troy Fokey is the gentleman who stood up. I don't know okay. what his Twitter handle is, but that is the Instagram. Now the plot thickens, the plot thickens because he is friends with the one. The only Michael Vicky's son. Oh okay,
1: wait. Vicky Gumbleson's son, Michael and Troy are friends. Yes. Okay.
0: You guys like this little bit of detail, so
1: yes, I do. Yes, he, he,
0: he was sending me screenshots. This Troy during BravoCon, and I'm like, I don't like Like, slow down. I don't understand. How does this involve Shannon and Vicky? Like, I, girlfriend is it's a busy weekend, so, so apparently he said this hold on. I'm just reading. I am mean, I don't know. Yes.
1: Get it. Get <laughs> Sarah's it. Sarah's
0: like, fuck it. Don't have any ethics. Like, so apparently there's 90,000 views on Twitter. Only as close friends. You knew not even Vicky. So he knows Vicky because he knows Michael. She said, she knows you, you did her podcast. Yes. I did do Vicky's podcast. Yeah. She said, Vicky was the bitchiest housewife she's ever met. I think he's talking about Ashley. Yes. And I was next to speak. My question was for Carolyn Manza because I asked Teresa the night before if they run into each other, if they would not be civil. And Teresa said, absolutely not. I was going to ask Carolyn what her response was, but then Ashley was talking. Okay. Ashley was talking shit about Vicky. Get it? Because Ashley said Vicky was the nasty. Here's the origins of this question. So Ashley said Vicky was the nastiest to her ever, right? They did the squash, the beef.
1: Yep, okay. Yeah, so they said, Ashley, yes.
0: who's the worst? Vicky, she's this, she's that. He this guy, Troy, is friends with Vicky because and it's true, he's been to her house in Kodo, the other house. He's to go in the hot tub with Michael and all, like they're friends. So he was Ashley was talking shit about his friends mom who's also he's friends with Vicky so when it okay. came to his question he was going to ask Caroline you know Teresa said there's no you know she's not going to be civil to you what's your response but by the time he got up there and it was his question Ashley talks much shit instead he was like I just want to let you all know I hooked up with Michael Darby Say the question change then fucking Ashley was right it's okay hey good thing so so I dropped it with good thing you're getting divorced okay Hi. Gina, Carolyn, and Marlo lost their shit. Or so. so I know this person. Look, I mean, I wasn't in the bedroom. I wasn't in the bedroom, but it's a man. And I, I believe, you know, like you said, I mean, it's, oh, wait, hold on. There's more I just don't. I
1: don't, I mean, you know, thank you for sharing. I, like, I just don't find it that shocking. I really don't. Like, I just, does anyone, did anyone really no. find it that I mean, people did, like- acted shocked I think just because he was there in the audience and saying this allegedly happened yeah no I'm
0: not shocked
1: that yeah the plot
0: thickens at BravoCon can the one the only candy gal and Chris Bassett found him and hugged him and said thank you for telling the truth in front of everybody um he met Michael at. I'm just reading the dsr I asked you bro if I could say this and you're like whatever he said I met him at a hotel in New York City after my ex and I broke up he got me drunk I'll have to I'll have to show a picture of this person Gross, so embarrassing. He's not cute. Actually, it was during the last time when I was hitting you up. Yes, this listener hit me up. Guys, I always say, everyone hit me up during BravoCon. Can you all hit me up like when it's not BravoCon? Bravo and Con, I'm in yeah. New York City and like actually have a minute to take a Thank shit. Um, so, uh, yes, he was hitting me. Sorry, he was hitting me up when he was this Troy Fokey. He said he was, I, I guess I didn't respond. Shame on you, David. He said he was on a layover and got a hotel at the airport so apparently this happened in new york and this troy was hooked in, i mean jesus if i responded to this troy i could have had a threesome with michael darby that i would that i would do just to like that i would yeah. do just for all of be you
1: epic. Uh, it would be epic. Well, look, Michael has clearly had a ton of practice, so I would have a threesome with Michael Darby. He seems like he knows what he's doing. Um, He has no shortage of people, even at 60. What did we say? We looked up his age, 62, 63, 64. He's somewhere in there. The man is raring to go. And, uh, you know, oh, really? Ms. Darby does not mind y'all. So, I, you know, nothing. I, I will say this. I have met them out for years. I've seen them and interacted with them. There ain't nothing Ms. Jabby is not aware of that Michael is doing. But, so I don't know, y'all. Y'all keep acting like you're going to catch her. She's been down with all of it for a long time. So and. it works. They're in love. I mean, even though now they're separating.
0: Yes and yes. And this Troy says, do you think I'm a bad person? I feel bad. I apologize. And he knows I'm reading this. I and mean, I said I was going to, I feel bad later. She was talking shit about my Vicky. <laughs> That's my mom's friend. Do, 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 do. I didn't plan on saying all that. People are trolling me online. <laughs> he, he asked me for some advice on trolls. I'm like, girl, get, it. don't worry about it. It was like, I'm so embarrassing. Have moved on. Yeah. Now he thinks he's not invited back to BravoCon. No, I don't think, I think he can go no. back to BravoCon, dude. I don't no. think they give a shit i don't know if jennifer eating is gonna go back to BravoCon ever i don't know i don't know maybe i'm making more i know
1: you you may have insight on that you seem to think that's such a big deal i feel like in the bravo universe like that's like no big deal at all but anyway um i told ashley uh, about
0: sleeping with michael i feel really bad it came out people are hating on me um, oh, yeah. look this is all 11 I do I know if this is really true I mean sorry Troy like I gotta you know I just I'm sure it's true but like I don't know I don't know um so there you go I, I'm like you is that really a shock that Michael Darby fucks one, one of the behind the velvet rope listeners or fucked around with I don't know if he actually fucked him um in New York City on a layover no, no it's not
1: news to me Michael I mean, wants
0: that... his dick sucked by guys dude it's not yeah. a big deal it's like it is what it is. Sarah loves when I get like perverted and sexual. Yeah, I mean, everyone thinks I'm asexual sexual because I don't talk about my escapades <laughs> on air. But you know, this is not this is not that show. When I start another, daddy podcast. is out there, y'all. You don't daddy, have to worry about daddy. Doesn't. The I Lord mean, I work the Lord. Daddy is out there. I mean, I work like a dog, and then you know, I got a vodka, yeah. dude, and, and other things. You gotta you gotta unwind somehow. Um, Potomac. It's listen. I think we're lucky with Beverly Hills and we're going to be lucky with Jersey. We got lucky with Luis. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Potomac isn't, isn't Salt Lake this season ain't really doing it. It's not
1: doing it for you. I've heard a lot of people say it. I'm, I'm I'm hanging on by a thread because we know what's coming with Jen, but a lot of people feel the same way you do. I can't tell you how many Bravo uh, fans I talk to who do not watch that franchise. And I have not seen ratings, but I'd be curious on the ratings on that.
0: You know what it is before we talk about one thing before we go, or I think we have like a few minutes. Um, I just, I don't buy it. I don't buy, I don't even know if I buy Meredith and Lisa now. I mean, Meredith and Lisa gets them and I don't think it's producers like do I think producers were involved in Rinna and this takedown of Kathy Hilton I do I don't think it's it's Rinna and, and Erica I think producers are involved. Do I think producers set in motion these fights maybe I think it's the cast I think Heather and Whitney got together and said hey cuz. I mean, what the fuck is going on on this show? We are boring as fuck, you know? And I think Meredith and Lisa, I think they're in on it. I think the cast came up with some of this on their own. I don't buy it. I don't buy that Whitney and Heather are mad at each other. I buy Meredith and Lisa a lot more. But even that, it's like, and again, we are at five housewives. What the hell? We just had that in New York and everyone cried bloody murder. What are we doing with five housewives? Yeah, we have three friends coming. Why did we go this route? And by the way, I mean, I know people, this is a very controversial subject. I think Mary Cosby's possibly maybe crazy, but I mean, she passed the psych evaluation, but I think we need a little Mary Cosby in the mix. Like it's, you're feeling the, 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 you're feeling the void.
1: Yeah, we are feeling the void. We are feeling the void of Mary Cosby. 100%. I, I couldn't agree with that more. I, I wanted to ask you about a topic. I was trying to think of where, what was it? I where have it a topic. Oh, oh, well, tell me your topic. Me your and topic. then
0: you tell me yours. Mine is the sale of Chateau Bro, baby.
1: Oh, it is? Okay. What's yours, uh, baby? Well, mine was the Ramona Ebony trading jabs on different podcasts and what you think. I mean, Ramona came out and gave her first interview, essentially saying they were starting to film the next season when ebony went and made false racial allegations against her and that shut everything down that shut down the reunion everything i mean basically contradicted what
0: andy cohen said
1: uh, i was a I've,
0: strong I've said everything ramona said on the behind the velvet Road podcast not about me i don't know everything in this situation i did know everything and it's not because i'm friends with Ebony. She told me all this and someone also misread something i said about like I was saying, I always just have no emotions. I am dead inside. I always go to a business point of view. And to me, I've been saying this forever that that's exactly what happened now that's because people are like, you are a horrible friend to Ebony. And it's not that I said she shouldn't have gone to HR. She shouldn't. I absolutely. I was just saying that's a hundred percent. The reason why when Ebony was on my podcast, you should go, listen, I said to Ebony now, Ebony, this is obviously what happened. Here's the, let's cut through the shit. This is the real reason why we didn't have a reunion. You said something to HR and this happened. And that's why the reunion never happened, right? It's not the ratings, that bullshit that Andy gave. No, it's like there was a formal HR thing and that's why they didn't have the reunion. And so I knew all this. i said all of it. I asked Ebony on my podcast, I'll go post and go listen to it. So that didn't really shock me, and I'm not saying she shouldn't have. I'm just saying you can't have a reunion after that. That's the reason why, not like this bullshit bad ratings and all that crap that Andy said. Um, I think I mean Ebony's come. Ebony, listen, she's is anybody so. anybody
1: talking about it? Do you Ebony's think anyone cares? I um, well, I know you're a big fan of Ebony. I and- think
0: that. Well, I mean, I think the bigger issue is sure. like Ramon, and I don't think people care as much. Not not about Ebony, but I just think season 13. And look, I think Ramona knows what she's doing. I mean, there's going to be a legacy show. And if there really was this thing with HR, and Ebony was her point, listen, you don't argue with a lawyer because lawyers come and prove their point and drop and then walk away. When Ebony is like, well, Ramona is saying that I ruined the whole franchise and there was an HR thing and that's why we didn't have a reunion. You know, Ebony is saying like, well, here are two actual instances where someone went, and complained about Ramona too. She gave two examples of where someone went to HR and complained about Ramona, someone in production or, you know, and we still kept filming. She, she has, that's a very that's the end of the argument. She has great points. There's two situations, and then filming continued. And in this situation, like when I went and did this or whatever she said, you know, you can't say that I ruined Roni because in the past there were the same complaints, and we still, so Ebony's, I guess Ebony is saying there's different reasons why. I guess I am maybe just, I don't know. Am, am I I disagree with Ebony, my friend. I don't know. But the point is, I mean, the point is it's over, there's no reunion. We've moved on, I guess, like to your point, do we care? Is it really a big deal? I think it's more interesting what she said about the legacy show. Everyone was saying no Ramona, no Ramona, no Ramona. And I was like, that will never happen. I'm starting to think like, you know, Ramona's running around the Hamptons telling people it's over. She is. I I know people that Ramona runs into and she's like, no, it's over for me. And she told that to Melissa Gorg when they ran to her in the Hamptons and she's telling people that I know. And now she's calling the legacy show legacy loser. That's what she said. She's like, You mean the loser show? She's like, I mean, listen, I see her. She's like, wait, I don't understand. There's did people that, that on the legacy show, or did she say that about the new Roni? She said it about the it's legacy about the show. Legacy. So okay, they, so she, they said, Are you gonna be out. on legacy? And she said, Wait, I don't understand. She said there's a group of people that were fired from the network, Dorinda. Uh, Jill right there's a bunch of people that you didn't want and now you're going to put on a show these people that you basically don't want like as some sort of consolation prize and she's like isn't that like what is it going to be called legacy what about like loser show like it's like the, the people that were fired it's like legacy loser that's what she said and it's just kind of funny here here we go but that leads me to believe like look I think when there's I think when it's a thing and there's these all now Bravo's like, oh shit, we do have these documented HR cases. Not just Ebony, all these things. I think, again, I've said it before. I don't think Bravo cares about you people. I don't, I don't think the viewer by you people, I mean the viewer and, and, and the, I just think they're like, oh shit, like we're, we're exposed. Like we can't touch Ramona from it. I mean, you know, they did, there's all these things that are already documented and they still stayed with her. They don't care. But I think now maybe they can't touch her and I think she knows it. And so now I'm thinking maybe there is going to be a legacy. show without her and she might as well call it the legacy loser. Cause it's clear to the girl, she ain't going to be on it. Right. It's like a,
1: that's yeah. I mean, I got that from this week for sure. It's um, over for no, Ramona. It could be over for Ramona, but I don't know. I mean, fans, people love Ramona. I mean, people love Ramona. So mm-hmm. I, you know, because that, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. People would and- team Ramona on this whole thing, um, much like they are. You know, the same way with Nene Leakes. Again, I, I think you could bring Nene Leakes back on any network, anywhere, and people would love. And I mean, she's so unique, and Ramona is the same way. I don't know. I mean, I, I tend to go back to your original theory, which is if this and Jenna Lyons, I cannot wait to see on camera. I think a lot of people are curious if this Roni new reboot does well. I don't think you will ever see a legacy ever, 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 ever. I think it will fade off into the sunset. It will be a year later. It will go on two years later. We'll be on to other things. And why wise-
0: Yeah, and it's already like, I mean, when did Roni go off the air season 13, a year and a half ago? Like, now we're filming, we are, they didn't really film, they do little b-rolls here and there, but until, I mean, could you imagine if they were like, wait, that guy has a Bravo sweatshirt on, like, you know, shit leaks. So they purposely couldn't go around town and film five women, four women before BravoCon. We are just starting, guys, we're just starting the filming. So what is this? A year and a half later. So now this reboot starts two years, two and a half years after this, and then has to the air. Now we're like two and a half years later. Are we going to really be like? Where? Yes, of course. These people are screaming yes, but I don't. I I I don't know. I don't know if as people get older and the world changes, I'm not so sure wherever I stand by that. We're going to to receive the legacy show. Thank you for agreeing with me. And I just think think it's weird also that this is, if you can't call it legacy. Like, look, I don't care if you hate Ramona. Look, they're not going to violate an HR thing. That business, right? That's that's what trumps the whole thing, business. So Ramona won't be there if it's only illegal. That's it. That is the only reason Nini, Ramon, it's got to be a real, like this is exposing the network and NBC, but I don't know how you're gonna say this is a legacy of Roni, and here and I love her. I love you, Tinsley, and here's Tinsley, and here's this one. Where's Ramona? It's really strange. It's where's where's you gotta have Luann. you gotta have Jill, and you gotta have Ramona. To me, those are the three core people, and then you gotta go from there. And it's different with Bethany because everyone knows she doesn't want. I don't know. It's weird to me. To oh my god, and people are out of
1: coming out of the woodworks on TikTok to talk about Bethany and how awful she was. So (laughs) awful she is, allegedly. And now
0: I also think the whole... I mean, the, I just think it's weird. You hear these rumors about Heather and Terry. They say they're not true. Now the house is sold, Chateau de Bro, fifty-five million, breaks records. They bought something in LA. They're moving into Candy Spelling, like
1: building. a penthouse or something. Yes. Oh, really?
0: It's the same yes. building. Dorothy Wang from Bling Empire and Rich Kids of Beverly Hills live there. I don't know if she still owns it because she moved to New York to film Bling Empire New York spinoff. Dorothy Wang, it's coming, guys. Um, I don't know if she still owns it. Her father has billions i mean when you have billions you move out of the century you move here did she rent it did she sell it but she's out of there but candy spelling owns the top there so that's where heather and terry bought this um you know is is this a move or is this i mean is this a real move to la and are they angling for beverly hills look I think Heather, everyone's going to scream and uh, plug their ears. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm blinded when it comes to Heather because she's been so good to me in the show. I think Heather would be great on Beverly Hills Housewives. I do. I don't think they need her right now, but I think.
1: I know that would be a mix. I mean, well, it is kind of like, I don't know. How are they going to, of course, they're probably already done filming the next season of RHO. um, See, so she can
0: do that.
1: She can move and then see what happens. But that's interesting. That move. Yeah, that's very interesting. I mean, again, they could move. Back to he has more
0: candidate. money than half of them on the damn show. Like she is yeah. Beverly Hill. She can play, right? And I just think Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I they don't know. do. I mean, interesting. All People right. are
0: saying that she's been anyone, like, she's already talked about how she knows Renan, garcelle and everything. So I don't know. Man, we have to just cover so many topics next time. There's behind the so Velvet much road. talk
1: about flies by.
0: Okay. Where can we find you, Sarah?
1: At the Sarah Fraser Show on all social media, Sarah Fraser Show puts out new episodes seven days a week on Apple and Spotify. Everywhere pods are played,
0: it's amazing. Keep in touch. Love you.
1: Love you, Gorge. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you, listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear.